Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Basha, and this is Sensemaker from TortoiseMedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. And today, we're looking at a daring escape over a treacherous mountain range in search of safety and freedom. In Iran, you're sometimes left without a choice. I just simply left. I packed my bag with a shaving kit, a few books of mine, and a laptop, and uh, I think a pyjama. That's all I had on me. That was Camille Amadi. He's an academic, and he's just travelled over 3,000 miles to escape a nine-year prison sentence. He was convicted of collaborating with a hostile government. But remember, Iran thinks that a lot of governments are hostile to it. Camille left his home in the capital, Tehran, on foot, knowing he'd have to smuggle himself across borders and past revolutionary guards. I had to leave everything behind, everything I loved, I worked for, all my human connections. After trying a few times to get out of the city and knowing that he was probably being watched, Camille headed towards the border, high up in the mountains. On foot and with just a shepherd's stick to help him climb, Camille waded through deep snow in a mountain pass. He was following a route used by Turkish and Iraqi smugglers. Very cold, very long, very dark and very scary. Because he's concerned for his own safety and for other people's, Camille won't say if he got any help, how he avoided border controls or how he finally reached the UK. But the question is, does he still have a target on his back and why are people like him so vulnerable in Iran in the first place? Let's go back to August 2019. Six weeks earlier, British Royal Marines, you might remember, had seized an Iranian oil tanker just off the coast of Gibraltar. There was a civil war in Syria and there were international sanctions in place which stopped countries sending oil to Syria as long as the regime continued to repress and murder its civilians. The Iranians were trying to get around the sanctions. Their tanker was carrying 2.1 million barrels of oil and it was heading to Syria. So when the Royal Marines seized it, the Iranians retaliated. They captured a British registered tanker as it passed through a really narrow stretch of sea next to Iran, which more than one-fifth of the world's traded oil goes through every year. The Iranians claimed the tanker was breaking international maritime regulations, but the British, well, they begged to differ. And this was the row, the row between Iran and the UK, which Camille Ahmadi got basically just caught up in. He was at risk because he's a dual national. He's British Iranian and he's also Kurdish, a minority in Iran. That all makes him, from the Iranian point of view, a brilliant bargaining chip. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One morning, a man came to Camille Amadi's door claiming to be a postman. I was arrested. I was picked up at home. 16, 16 men just stormed the house and I was... Mm, charged under Section 508 Cooperation with the Hostile States of America. Camille had just returned from Ethiopia. He'd been speaking at a United Nations Human Rights Conference as an expert on female genital mutilation and child marriage. But getting married as young as 13 is still quite normal in Iran. Speaking out, especially on a global stage, risked punishment and in Camille's case, arrest. He was sent to one of the world's most notorious prisons, Called Evan. You just becoming becoming mentally mentally disabled, insensitive to your to your to your environment, and uh, even when they take you for your half an hour um, fresh air, you're still blindfolded. Camille was repeatedly interrogated by a method known as white room torture. It's a psychological technique, and it's where you're deprived of pretty much all your senses and you're kept in complete isolation. Of course, Evan has also been home, if you can call it that, to another British-Iranian national. It's been more than four years since Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe was jailed in Iran on spying charges, which she's always strongly denied. Like Camille, Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe is also a dual national and she's a charity worker who was arrested in 2016 as she was just about to fly home to London with her young daughter. Iranian authorities claim that Nazanin was plotting to topple the government, but they've never given really any details of the charges. Nazanin says that she's innocent and that she was simply visiting family in Iran. The UK government won't give us exact figures on the number of British people detained in Iran, but Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe is probably just the tip of the iceberg. It's a tool of statecraft. It's part of Iran's foreign policy to uh, take people hostage who are innocent and then trade them later uh, for some objective that they think advances their, uh, their own objectives. And as an interrogator told Camille, you're British, you're worth a lot. Britain is the cradle of human rights. Dual nationals are vulnerable to being picked up by Iranian authorities, especially when they have links to academic and cultural institutions in the West. In the same month that the Iranian oil tanker was seized, Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe was kept in solitary confinement and chained to a bed in a psychiatric ward before eventually being returned to prison. As tensions escalate on the international stage, Iran effectively holds dual nationals as ransom. So what happens when dual nationals like Camille do escape? Is he being watched now that he's in the UK? You can be sure that the Iranian regime won't let its dissidents sleep quietly at night, especially when they publicly humiliate the regime like Camille has. He's protected in London by the fact that he has a British passport, but there'll still be the threats against him and friends and family back in Iran. And Iran does kill dissidents abroad. There's been a pattern of car crashes, shootings and fatal injections for decades, not in London, but in Istanbul, Paris and Berlin. The regime will continue to crush dissent wherever it crops up. Before you go, let me tell you about Tortoise. That's the newsroom where I work. We do slow news, we don't do breaking news like other newsrooms, and we also make the slow newscast where we tell one investigative story every week in depth. 
I'd really love for you to download it and give it a listen and let me know what you think. Today's story was written and produced by Imi Harper. The Sensemaker. I'm James Harding. I'm the editor of Tortoise and the host of The News Meeting. It's the podcast where we try and make sense of what should be leading the news with three people who each come and pitch the story that they think matters the most. On the latest episode, we're joined by the journalist, historian and author Satnam Sanghera. Like almost everyone, we go down the rabbit hole of that Princess of Wales photo editing story, and then Satnam explains why he thinks the Church of England paying reparations for its links to slavery should really be leading the news. Just search for Tortoise News wherever you get your podcasts and follow the feed so you don't miss an episode.